0: What up, y'all? It's the Mildly Professional Podcast with Amber and Lara. And today we are going to talk about motivation, our little social theory that we have going on about events in college, and also throw in some financial aid paperwork information. So roll the intro.
1: We got two gals from a college town Making memories, going through the business route With a little experience, a whole lot of Vision, and go about their lives on a never-ending mission To share their knowledge everywhere they go Now it's time for my the to
0: What's up on our to-do list today? All right. We're not doing a quiz. We're doing.
1: We're doing toxic workplaces. Yay! I was looking for some college-themed somethings, but I couldn't find anything good. So I found this one that I've skimmed a little bit don't know the full contents so we'll see so this is on reddit our toxic workplace the question is is it wrong to leave for better opportunities so I've recently joined this small firm and this is by hosted by user fit eggplant 938 hey <laughs> <laughs> So I've recently joined this small firm with no basic knowledge and skills. Off to a great start. <laughs> the previous employee only had two weeks to teach me before she hand everything over to me. I'm reading this verbatim, so if there's errors, it's not me. Um, only had two weeks to teach me before she hand everything over to me, so my training was actually rushed. Both good and bad, I guess. Good in a way that I was able to pick up the skills fast, bad in a way that my learning was very limited. So everything that I don't know, I have to Google it by myself to figure it out. And if I don't do well, I get nitpicked by my boss sometimes. So I recently found a place which offers a higher pay and they provide training as well. Had an interview with them and both boss and manager were very friendly and sweet. It actually feels like I was talking to a long-lost friend of mine because they really made the interview so comfortable and stress-free for me. My thought was, my thought right away was, wow, this is a great opportunity for me to gain more exposure to the industry I'm working at and definitely a healthier working environment as compared to the place I'm working at now. So I had a talk with both my current Employer and manager today, and they were really upset, saying they didn't know I was this sort of person and how I broke their trust. That I was such that I was doing things behind their back and such, saying that they were all disappointed and upset with me and told me off badly. I tried to cool them down first and talk to them again in the noon, but they were too stubborn and didn't even want to listen to what I say saying in a way that I was ungrateful not appreciative and was sarcastic to me all the way saying that they are not that fake to me wish me all the best for my future if that's what I want to hear my question is am I really wrong for wanting to resuse, pursue something that is better and what I think is healthier for me they made me feel they made it feels like it was a crime to leave a workplace for someone for somewhere better plus I actually gave them a two months notice what went wrong good riddance for real like nothing this person said is doing anything wrong how
0: do they think anybody finds a job while they have a job you are technically doing it behind their backs
1: yeah nobody's like by the way I'm gonna go look at some new places yeah unless you have a good
0: relationship with someone and it's normally not the owner or whatever um but if you have a good relationship with somebody even then you're still I mean when I was looking for jobs after my first job out of college Mm -hmm. I didn't tell anybody Mm -hmm. and then I put in my two weeks and everybody was like I'm sorry (laughs) when (laughs) did this happen I thought we were friends I'm like well we are friends but you're also my coworker and Mm-hmm. I didn't want to put you in that position. Right. Um, So you do it behind their back. That's the whole point.
1: Right. Yeah. I guess the other thing too is that, so I've recently joined this small firm and then with no basic knowledge and skills. I can't believe that he got the job
0: or he or she. He or she. If they got the job or that they found another one for better pay. <laughs>
1: like, first of all. Wow. With no basic skills or knowledge about anything. Like, is that what they mean? Or in that firms or in that field specifically? Like, what, what does it mean? Oh my
0: gosh. (laughs) I did, you know, and I did see a TikTok, um, the other day and it was this girl saying, you know how they talk about fake it till you make it? Well, Mm -hmm. How about you fake it with a little bit of research? Oh yes, did I send that to you? It was so funny because she goes because they said, "Oh, you know, do you have any experience with Excel?" And I thought, "Sure, I can have experience with Excel." So yeah, I have Excel. Well, what do you do in Excel?
1: How dare they ask? How
0: dare they ask me to explain myself? (laughs) But it's true. So kudos to them for getting two jobs now that they don't know
1: with no basic skills or experience.
0: But that could be. Maybe the kind of job that they're getting. Yeah. Maybe because there are certain jobs that you don't need experience for that you are expected to get that training when you get there. So maybe that's the kind of situation that it was.
1: Yeah. Let's assume that that was the situation. So the question, is it wrong to leave for better opportunities? It's never. No. Right. It's never Mm -hmm. no. It's always... I mean, of course there's loyalty, you know, to a degree, but... You don't
0: have loyalty after two weeks
1: and you're already feeling like you want a new job. Yeah, bye. Right. Like, loyalty is that the company took care of you during hard times. They've always been good to you. Um, and even then, if they're a good place, they want what's best for you. And if there's a job that pays better or is better closer to you or in a Mm -hmm. field you're more interested in, they'll be happy for you. So, if they're not a toxic place, they'll be happy for you.
0: And that was toxic. What did they expect? You to feel bad and keep your job and then hate it even more and now they hate you and it's a weird situation where you're building resentment and they're always going to be worried, are they looking for other jobs? Yeah. I mean, just assume that everybody that's working for you, if you're an employer, is looking for another job. But that's still You always do wait until you're putting in notice. Yes. It's already going to be weird enough, the time That you're there and they know you're leaving. Yeah. That's such a weird time frame. Yeah. That you're trying to prep for the next person to take over. You're trying to hire your Mm -hmm. replacement. You're... Who knows? Yeah. Um, It's just awkward no matter what.
1: Plus, it's funny that they say the employee before... They had a rush training because the employee before them was only there for two weeks. And it's like, Uh, well, yeah, it sounds like they gave them longer of a notice (laughs) than... most people. Um, but what you said earlier about not telling your coworkers, that's really I think important because you do put people in um, uncomfortable positions. Plus you don't know what the person's loyalty lies to the company. Mm-hmm. Like if they are going to go and tell your boss, you really don't know. So just keep it to yourself. Don't put people in awkward positions at work. Just do what you can do and then as soon as you know something and as soon as you've accepted the position you can go and take it. Yeah. And let them know.
0: So, that's yeah. just a smart a smart thing to do. Yeah. To keep it to yourself it sucks but yeah also that's how they reacted then you did not want to work there anyway Mm -hmm. i think it's crazy that people think they can just act like that and Mm -hmm. that's gonna make things go better for them right it's not as an employer that being your attitude is not going to get you very
1: far no and and you're never going to (laughs) have loyalty when you act like that because obviously they felt some type of way prior to going and searching for a new job better experience in a better workplace like
0: when um, they said they met with the owner and their manager so mm -hmm. is it a small company sounds like it how some small, we're going to do a whole episode on small business versus corporate. And I think that that's huge because you're meeting with the owner of the company. This is a common thing that, that I've seen and actually listened to a webinar when I was at my first job. They specifically talked about or I think I've seen TikToks about it, where employers think my employees don't do enough Mm -hmm. or they don't care enough or whatever. They're not going to ever care as much as the owner does. Right. You can't expect that of your employees. They're there for a paycheck. They might have a certain level of loyalty to you based on like a career and a job, but not Mm -hmm. putting their blood, sweat, and tears into it. They're not going to want to pick up the phone at 8 p.m. and do anything. They're off the clock. Right. I mean, you can't expect that out of people, Mm -mm. which is probably what those people are like. Yeah. I did not want to work for a startup or a small business anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just rough, um, but it has really great opportunities where you can learn a lot. Yeah. And- So, yeah, but I just, mm mm-mm.
1: No, thank you. Not with that attitude. Not with that attitude, man. Well, I guess that's advice corner Yeah, from Toxic Workplace Questions. Um, so I guess we'll start talking about... Where do you want to start? Well, let's start with going to college, right? And what's the one of the... (laughs) Let's start with going to college. Going to college. And what's a big aspect about going to college? The financial aid. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to go into a whole lot because you want more of your, um, Uh, of your financial aid counselors help with this yeah um but i feel especially qualified you are well i worked in financial aid for a couple of for a year and a half um all i gotta say and what the biggest one is do your damn paperwork Mm -hmm. and do it on time and take your time to do it There is nothing more annoying than your college hounding you over and over and over. So don't have them hound you. Just do the paperwork and turn that in. Um, That always annoyed me is when I had to keep tracking down students to submit their paperwork. And I wasn't allowed to approach them on a personal level.
0: Yeah, finish your paperwork. You're going to have to do it anyway. Why are you acting like you're just going to skate through and not do it? Right. You're going to have to dedicate
1: the time. There's this assumption that if I don't do it, I'll still have financial aid. And that's not the case. Like, if you don't do it, you're not getting financial aid so sorry to be a little preachy about this but that was always so annoying and then people would be shocked when their financial aid was canceled then they're in your office then all of a sudden they're like oh my god what do you mean what paperwork and it's like please you've been getting these emails for the past four months For <laughs> like they were given most of the semester to get this stuff done it
0: was wild yeah we've extended deadlines we've made special arrangements We've offered to help you individually. Mm-hmm. Please just do it. And it sucks. It really does. And I remember sitting down every year with my mom, filling out that FAFSA. Mm. Is it FAFSA? 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 FAFSA. Whatever that extremely long, pain-in-the-butt online form is, and then you have to remember a special PIN number, and then it's all secure, and then they basically tell you, here's the amount of money that you'll have to pay us back later. Yep. <laughs> and I go, great. Right. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks a lot. So you should get your paperwork done and the FAFSA and all that. Well, did you get actual financial aid that you didn't have to pay back from the FAFSA? Because I think some people do.
1: I think some people do. If your family makes under a certain income, then you get grants mm. and stuff like that. Separate from... So you get government grants versus versus from the school. Yep. Sorry Got to be it. preachy about that. I feel very passionate about people completing their damn paperwork I feel very passionate about that.
0: Or completing anything in life. Sorry, this translates to everything. I mean, you need to pay your yeah. credit card bills. You need to make your house payments. You need to fill out paperwork for your job. You need to like pay attention to that stuff. Don't be that person. That banks have to go and harass. No, <laughs> just don't do it. Nobody likes that. Nobody likes someone that they constantly have to remind mm-hmm. to do something that should just be done. Right, absolutely. It's no,
1: yeah. So take an afternoon. It's gonna suck. Get you a glass of wine if you're old enough, or get you a a juice box if you're not. (laughs) We just go from juice box to wine. (laughs) Nothing in between. And go and fill it out. Hate your life for a little bit, get it over with, and then move on with your life, and you won't get harassed all the time.
0: And then you will have peace of mind knowing, hey, everything's gonna be okay. How do people live on the edge like that? I don't know. I really don't understand that mindset. I
1: can't relate to it at all. Not at all. I just
0: yeah. I can't relate either. My mom stresses me out, though, sometimes. With that. She's like, we have to sit down and do the FAFSA. I'm like, okay, mom, like, we'll do it this day, this time, whatever. Yeah. So... There's also people like that in the world.
1: That's true. I think I am one of those people. Like, yeah. we gotta do it as soon as we get the application. Like, get it done. Yeah. Go, go, go. Like, very
0: militarized about it. I just remembered another real life example. Oh,
1: yeah. Your taxes. Your taxes, man. Do your
0: taxes. And do them before the deadline. Especially if you have an accountant or a company doing it. Um, we have a friend who's an accountant and she's always nice. like, these companies, they just decide the day before the deadline, here's all my information. Not like we've been asking you for it.
1: Right. For weeks. (laughs)
0: and now I've got to work late to make sure your stuff gets in because it's my job but still it's just even large companies just can't get it together. People just
1: never want to do their paperwork on time. No that is so funny to me that big corporations just can't do it. Oh my gosh I know. But paperwork with anything in college even like you know um, residence life, different homework assignments just (sighs) get it over with. It sucks but you gotta do it because if you don't like there are actual consequences in life. You might Mm -hmm lose Mm -hmm. that on financial aid and that's a few thousand dollars you could have saved so um just get your paperwork done it's annoying but just do it
0: and be nice to the people who are trying to help you
1: yes (laughs) yes i can't even tell you how many people came in with an attitude and talked to the financial aid counselor Mm -hmm. like they were a piece of garbage but the person's trying to help you save thousands literal thousands of dollars and you're gonna have an attitude it's like don't come to college then if you're gonna have that sort of attitude about it who wants to go and pay full price for school not Not a single right (laughs) not even like people with tons of money because that's how they keep tons of money is they save tons of money so, yeah. you know, um, just think of it like that and be grateful to the people who are helping you out. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. I think
0: that's a good message. Yep.
1: Yeah, that's my, that's my soapbox that I'll get yeah. off of now.
0: <laughs> so we talked about this before because I can't remember, I feel like we talked about this already. I'm not a hundred percent sure. So if we did talk about it, it's fine. Just fast forward or you're going to hear it again. I'm sorry. We've told plenty of people about this. Uh, it's one of our, one of our things that we like to think helps other people we used it with our our residents and it it works it works what is it
1: okay well I'll tell you what it was (laughs) what it is I was um as I've mentioned several times I'm an introvert so going to social events is not an easy thing for me nor is it always fun to think about going to right so because I'm so nervous and I'm so self-conscious or whatever um and I started kind of flaking on Amber on some of these events she'd be like (laughs) let's go to this fun thing and I'd be like no I don't think i want to but also i
0: wanted to go to everything so <laughs>
1: right but you know amber gave me this great piece of advice she was like we just need to go for was it 15 minutes mm-hmm. we just need to go for 15 minutes and after 15 minutes if you're not having fun you can go and it was both of us yes it not... was always together we'll we'll stick together no matter what and um which was a nice nice touch to that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know it works so that's what i always tell myself now when i go by the time the 15 minutes are up the anxiety is usually gone you're more comfortable you've mingled a little bit and you start having fun and so I definitely noticed that um I give myself that role for a lot of things in life now and it's been helpful and we never left because you weren't having fun mm-hmm. it was
0: necessarily the only time we ever left after 15 minutes is if it was lame yeah <laughs> and
1: then we both looked at each other we're just gonna go order pizza and gonna. watch a movie <laughs> yep It was always mutual. There weren't too many of those, but there were one or two that were like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think I'm going to go. I'd rather do some homework than (laughs) than procrastinate here.
0: I've got other things to get done, but that's really exciting. I'm happy that that was good. I see my manipulation skills are in real, (laughs) my influencer.
1: They came in clutch. (laughs) They came in clutch. But it's a really good message. Like you can do anything in life for 15 minutes.
0: Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't trying to manipulate you. I just wanted no, my I, <laughs> I wanted my
1: buddy to come to my events with me. It worked though, and it like and it became a life lesson too. So thanks, Matt. Appreciate Yay.
0: it. It Was really great, and I think it was just it was a lot of fun, and it made it no pressure, and mm-hmm. whatever happened happened. Mm-hmm. But it also gave both of us the motivation to go. That mm-hmm. does. That's why it ties into the motivation thing because yeah. you don't always have motivation to do things right you in general people in general don't have motivation to do things and that's why I think it's mm-hmm. such a hot topic mm-hmm. because everybody how do you stay motivated I don't <laughs>
1: Right. stay motivated I just do what I have to do yeah so which is easy so for me I suffer with depression and for me sometimes motivation is non-existent and not even just non-existent it's like I can't even make myself do the things I have to do so mm-hmm. like you do have to give yourself grace and time to heal sometimes but at the same time to survive you have to do x y and z like you have to work so that you can feed yourself you know and so if you just kind of apply that similar concept to other parts of your life like you have to clean your house because you need to live in a clean environment you need to stay healthy you know if you just apply things to your life like that that provides you with like a fake motivation
0: well you need to brush your teeth you need mm-hmm. to Ooh, i know what you've talked about ooh.
1: the fly lady <gasps> (gasps) (laughs) Yes. Okay, so I don't know much about her. Mm -hmm. You know a little bit more about her background than I do. Apparently,
0: this was another thing that I learned when I... uh, Sometimes this might come up too. I worked for a while part-time when I needed to make ends meet. I worked part-time as a caregiver or PCA, personal care assistant, for an older lady who had MS. Mm -hmm. And she was a hoot and a half. Yes. So she told me about the fly lady because the fly lady method is apparently good for chronic illness which she had mm-hmm. and uh, Laura has. Yep. <laughs>
1: so <laughs> Go and listen to our last episode yeah. to hear more about that.
0: So Laura's like, the fly lady.
1: And I go, I know about the fly lady. <laughs> <laughs> it's the concept of cleaning in zones and maintaining routine. So, mm-hmm. like, there's a morning, afternoon, and night routine, and then there's a weekly routine. So, morning, noon, night, and then um, a weekly routine, like vacuum, mop, all that sort of things. And then there's zones. So, like, the hallway, um, entry, and dining room might all be one zone, where the living room might be its own zone, and the bedroom's their own zone. And that really breaks it down. I love a good checklist. Yeah. I am, I am motivated by checklists and seeing people things get completed so that's why the method is so good for me is because it's all based around checklists and zones which are their own checklists so i don't know i love the, the fly lady
0: one is interesting too that um i guess i never thought really about this difference that much but for you, a checklist is motivating you to complete all the things on the checklist, mm-hmm. whereas I use a checklist to just know all what I have to do, and it doesn't bother mm. me that I don't complete it. Oh, yeah. It's just an accumulation of things that I know I must do. Right. So at some point, and then I prioritize them within the day, and if they don't get done, then okay, there's always tomorrow. Right. So it doesn't motivate me, it just reminds me. So that's an interesting difference.
1: That is really interesting, because it definitely is my motivator to get the crap done. I wonder what does
0: motivate me, then. It's not the checklist. Yeah, what is your- I don't know what motivates me I think just I don't know I've never struggled with it so I have no idea
1: right I mean and that's a blessing to have man I literally just um I have ADHD so
0: sometimes I'm really motivated and then sometimes I'm just not yeah so there will be times that I get a lot done and sometimes that I don't get a lot done and I always do the things that I have to do it's just the extra stuff that I'll put off right So if it's not a priority, then whatever. Yeah. Um, Which has gotten me in trouble a couple times where like I let stuff slip and it took me a while to complete. But Mm, mm -hmm. most of the time I'm pretty good. I check in with people enough so that I know I'm on the right track. And I have no idea. So I'm going to be no help during this category because...
1: No, I think that is its own perspective that's important to have.
0: It's not necessarily... I just feel like sometimes I have extra motivation to do all the things. Mm -hmm. But I also won't... I don't think I've cleaned my bathroom in a while. Now that we're sitting here... (laughs) That's one of those things that I go in my bathroom two times a day, Mm -hmm. once in the morning and once at night. Okay. And I forget I have to clean it. Oh, yeah. Because I'm not in there and I'm not around it and I'm not whatever. Right. But if I'm around it, Mm -hmm. then I do it, which is why I get off track. It's like one of those things. I went to take the trash out, but then I saw that the living room had this mess in it that I had to clean up. Yeah. And then I was cleaning up that mess and I saw something I needed to put away in my closet. Now I'm organizing all of my clothing. (laughs) That's how my brain works. So it's actually probably that I have too much motivation. (laughs)
1: <laughs> to do everything. You can't relate. If you want to donate some of that, please do. <laughs> And then other times I sit on TikTok
0: for two hours and I
1: get that ad. Whoa, you've been scrolling for a while. I have not got that one. That is so funny. But I'm on there for quite some time. So I'm surprised I haven't.
0: They're on to me. They know. (laughs) They know. They're like, whoa, do you need a break? It'll be a different (laughs) person every time.
1: Wow.
0: It really gets to me.
1: TikTok is such a good place to waste (laughs) some time. But it's so funny. That algorithm's so on top of it.
0: So yeah, I don't, I wish, I wish I had more of that, but I think we're very different in that way because mm-hmm. yours is more
1: anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. and mine's more ADHD. Well, yeah. this is ADHD. So if you have neither of, like none of those things, please reach out and let us know what motivates you. And how are you doing? What's right. it like? <laughs> What's it like? What's it like to just be okay? <laughs> And not wild all the time. I know. That is so funny. But like, you know, give yourself grace if you're not feeling motivated to do stuff. Um, That's
0: okay. That is a thing. Because in college, sometimes, I wouldn't have any motivation to do anything. Okay, maybe it wasn't a lack of motivation. Help me find the word. Because... There would just be times that I knew my brain was not operating well. Mm -hmm. So if I were to write the essay now in this moment that I'm thinking I need to do the essay. So let's say I had it on my to-do list for Wednesday Mm -hmm. and I always put stuff on my to-do list early. So I'd always start projects earlier when I was motivated. So Mm -hmm. I never did miss a deadline. Gotcha. So let's say the paper was due on Monday. I'd have it on my list to do on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And if I knew that day, holy crap, I can't even count to five right now right? or whatever the qualifier was. I just thought my brain is not... functioning. So I'm not going to write the paper right now. Even
1: though I would love to. Yeah. It's going to be garbage. I think that's just being smart. (laughs) Okay. I think think that's just knowing your your weaknesses and that it's just not the time.
0: It's not the time. But I also loved that about college that I didn't have throughout grade school was Mm -hmm. all the assignments were planned out. Mm -hmm. So I knew I'm going to have a paper due on this time. And they would tell us about assignments so far in advance. Whereas in high school, I would just get, okay, I want you guys to go home and write a paper about this what do you mean go home and write a paper yeah that's tough and I had two days and what if during those two days I wasn't doing that well right which literally happened before I had a professor or a teacher in high school who knew me and I had him 10th grade 11th grade and 12th grade Mm -hmm. and it was one time in 12th grade he told us we had to go home and write a paper and I came back with a paper (laughs) I handed it to him and I said I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) and I handed it to him and he was like all right and uh, at the end of class, I guess we had done some parts where we were just doing independent reading or something. I was leaving and he was like, Amber, come here. I said, yes. And he handed it back to me and he said, I want you to bring this back to me tomorrow.
1: That's so nice.
0: And I thought, oh, thank God. He read the first like paragraph and went, you can just take it back. You can
1: just do it again. <laughs> and that
0: was before I knew what was quote unquote wrong with me. Right. I didn't know what was going on, but I just knew that sometimes I could write a good essay and sometimes I couldn't. Right.
1: Yeah. And, and I feel like it's the same. With people with lack of motivation. Mm-hmm. When you don't have motivation, man, it's creativity is harder to come by. Um inspiration in general, like it's just it makes it so much harder to get anything done because right. you don't have that spark in you that's like, okay, let's do this. Let's get it over with.
0: And maybe it's about knowing within yourself what external factors are going to motivate you. Yeah. So, sometimes if I'm having a hard time focusing or I don't know what to do, we would go to a coffee shop and work. Yeah. And I let me tell you that. what. I know what motivates me. Okay. If I really want to do something, Mm -hmm. what motivates me is looking like I'm a really hard worker to other people. I love that. (laughs) That is so so funny. I want to be that girl in the coffee shop who's like typing away on her computer. She knows what she's doing. She means business. She is (laughs) writing that essay like you would not believe and It's going to be epic and I'm going to look all studious Mm -hmm. and perfect and I'm going to wear my glasses and I'm going to have my backpack and my coffee. I'm going to, I'm going to take a break and just go, whew, take a sip of it yeah all right right back in and then I'll write the whole thing so if I don't if I'm not motivated I'm gonna miss a deadline that's what I would do just look real studious at a coffee shop that is so great (laughs)
1: I love that so much. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, yeah, that is really... Whatever works. I love the idea of going to a coffee shop and just... I I guess it is part appearance and also part, like, the environment, the vibes or whatever of it are important. But that is so funny. (laughs) But I I get that. I just had that realization. That's so great. Or, like, especially
0: when it was Spanish homework and I'd open Mm -hmm. up my, you know, collegiate Spanish book and be like, yeah, I I know Spanish. (laughs) I've got it going on over here, you know. Oh, Oh my God. <laughs> I know. Goodness gracious. Just the aesthetic of the whole thing. But yeah, that's me. Or I never read like mm-hmm. I read in airports. Really? Oh my gosh. Put me on an airplane. I want to look like that girl. I'm Get telling you, you I want to look like that girl. I'm not mm. on my phone. She reads books. That's so funny. And I do read books. I do. But only when I have the motivation to read books. Right. Which is random. Right. Sometimes I'll read a whole book in one sitting and then I won't touch it for a month. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I do like reading, but yeah, I read the most when I'm at the beach. Mm -hmm. People see that I'm reading books. Love that. By the pool. Anywhere that people can see I'm reading books, I will read
1: books. book. (laughs) Hey, whatever works. (laughs) You know, one thing that helps me is this concept of body doubling. So I don't know what, how to define it exactly, but it's like you have somebody there with you while you're cleaning or something. Like for me, it's with oh, yeah. cleaning, and you just have somebody there that like exists while you're. I think that's what it's called, as body doubling,
0: which is so funny. Oh, it's the opposite for me. Oh, really? So when I'm when I'm motivated and I need to get stuff done, everybody leave me alone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'll literally tell my mom because I live at home currently, which we're gonna also talk about later. Okay, I live at home currently, but I work out of the basement or whatever. And I'll say, I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to be downstairs. I'm going mm-hmm. to clean my room. Nobody bother me. Mm-hmm. do need any distractions because I feel <laughs> like cleaning my room and so I must do it right this instant. Right. Okay. So I go down there. I have to play music and I have to just whatever because if there's somebody else there, it'll throw me way off track.
1: See, and I need that. And it's, it is called body doubling. It's, um, according to AttitudeMag.com. um, in the world of ADHD, but apparently not this ADHD <laughs> lady. <laughs> not me. <laughs> a body double is somebody who sits with a person with ADHD as he tackles tasks that might be difficult to complete alone. Many people with ADHD find it easier to stay focused on housework, homework, bill paying, and other tasks when someone else is around to keep him company. And honestly, that's me and especially my husband too. He uses this idea of a rubber ducky, which in the game design, game developing world um, is where you have, or coding, anything like that. You have like a literal, it can be a literal rubber duck that you sit on your computer and you just talk to and you're just telling it things and like working through your stuff with it and wow. it works. And that's another form of body doubling is just having something to talk to, even if it's not going to talk back. Wow. I don't even need
0: a thing. I just talk just to do the it. air. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> As we're telling this whole thing, my husband's over in the corner like <laughs> nodding and gesturing and doing some Amen. body wiggles because he's like, that is my life. Yeah, I think that's that's
0: awesome. And I'm trying to think, not with cleaning for me, mm-hmm. but when we go to coffee shops together or stuff like mm-hmm. that, I think mm-hmm. that's helpful. When we're working on stuff together, if it's different things. Yeah. Uh, Just to, yeah, have some company. That is nice. Also, Laura's husband told me that I just need to randomly call her and tell her I'm going to come over in 30 minutes. (laughs) That she cleans the whole house, but not actually come over. But I would never do that because if I'm saying I'm going to come over, I can't lie. I know. Yeah, you're a good person. You have a good heart. I actually can't lie. It's really challenging. If I'm going to lie, I have to create truth with it of some kind. I really struggle Um, and I can't on the spot act like I don't know what's going on. I really mm. just cannot cover up anything. If you want to ever know the truth, just ask me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And if if she doesn't say it out loud, her face will. <laughs> uh
0: huh. You'll know. Y'all yeah. know. I literally can't lie. And that's why I kept, I told that a lot to, I think my ex fiance did believe me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no. Like, I would tell, you would know because I can't <laughs> lie. Especially the people I care about. I'll just be like, um, don't put me in this position. <laughs> right. Don't make me tell you things. Right. So I just, I'm not gonna, but I am not going to i But it's a great it.
1: quality to have in a friend because you never wonder where your friend feels about you. It's just where mm-hmm. your friend is. It just, um, is always honest about it. So. Yep. Honesty scones. Honesty scones. I know we've talked about that. Yes, we did talk about that. That was so
0: fun. But yeah, that's our little, I think that's our motivation spiel. Yeah. Sometimes being motivated is hard and maybe sometimes we put too much stress on being motivated too. Yeah. So give yourself a break, calm down, it's fine. Yeah. Do what you have
1: to do to survive, Mm -hmm. but if you don't have the motivation to do the extra fills, give yourself a break. Give yourself grace.
0: Yeah. Or ask for help. I've yeah. learned how to do that a lot more lately. That's awesome. Or ask questions. Yeah, I just think asking for
1: can be huge, 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 huge. Um, I didn't ever used to, like, ask for help, so. Yeah, that's how I was and how I am usually, except for close people. Close people, I'm a little bit more apt to be like, um, I need help. <laughs> and a lot of that comes with being chronically ill, too. You do lose that to a degree. I know. But- Speaking of motivation,
0: it's 11.32
1: <laughs> p.m. <laughs> P.M. That is so funny. Okay,
0: my mom texted me. I thought she was gonna say, Where are you? She wants to make sure the garage door closes before I walk up. Well, yeah. Who doesn't make sure the garage door is closed? Right. I swear. So we talked about Enneagrams before and I figured out everybody in my family. I thought my mom was somewhere in the type six range Mm -hmm. almost, especially with stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I think she's a nine. What's the nine again? Peacemaker.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah.
0: That's your mom. Type nines are sometimes the ones that you can't really peg them to a type Mm. almost. They're like, oh, I'm kind of all of them. That's because you're a peacemaker. Because you're a peacemaker. yes so my mom we, we couldn't really peg her but we got her at we got her at a type nine and my dad is a type three and he's all why does this matter anyway and what does this just tell you whatever because I'm always like oh dad that was such a type three thing to do he's like, and <laughs> and what is that a bad thing <laughs> no But then he was talking to his friends about it and said, but the only good thing is, apparently I go really well with type nines. There you go. So my mom and dad go really well together. That's
1: so sweet. We gotta figure out your parents. Yeah. And meanwhile, my husband's like, I don't fit to any one type. Ha (laughs) ha ha ha. Chaos. He does fit to a type. What type do you think again? I don't
0: remember what I think, but he does fit to a type. He just doesn't want to look into it. No,
1: he just likes to be chaos incarnate.
0: How do people live like that? Did you see? I don't know. Did you see Emily's Instagram story?
1: Which one? Oh my gosh.
0: I want to say it on here and I don't know why. I just really want to tell you people about this.
1: Emily is a friend of ours who used to be the director of residence life at um, the college we went to in Macon at Westland. Um, And now she's just one of our really good friends that we love. Oh, a bunch
0: her story expired
1: no it's because it's 11:34 p.m. Dang. but it was
0: something like men really go out in the world with no chapstick no extra wipes, no hand sanitizer, no this, no that. Mm-hmm. Just their keys in their wallet in their pocket, and that's chaotic life that or something like that. That is such a
1: chaotic life. I can't imagine. We carry
0: full purses. Well, men are starting to carry yeah. purses now. My brother has one. Does he really? He calls it a messenger bag. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, you know, like the man purse thing, mm-hmm. and people call him a merse or whatever. Yeah. So I worked, um, where I worked first out of college, I had a coworker who was a man who was older he carried um, a purse so he said or one day I just made some kind of flippant comment about oh look at you and your merce or whatever <laughs> but I struck a chord with him because he goes you know what <laughs> who decided that purse was a feminine thing yeah okay a purse is just a word to describe a bag that you hold to carry things around with you all day yep it's not gender specific
1: He's right. so you know
0: what this is it's a purse I don't have to call it a man purse it's a purse and I said, go off King. You know what? You are 100% right. Mm-hmm. You have a nice day.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I will never forget that. And I think that really changed my mindset about it too. Because, you know, when you go to an all women's college and you think that you're all that and you know everything about mm-hmm. the world and how gender works. And, and somebody... then some man puts you in your place. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that one got me. <laughs> But well, hey, I mean, you're so right. It's it's gender neutral. It, it is. It's matter. literally, it's not gender specific. No. I can't believe matter. I thought that my whole life. I know. Purses are just for women. Well, and my husband's theory, and I don't know how true it is, but my husband's theory on why um, women's pants pockets are so small is to make women have to buy purses. Like, they're in cahoots. The jean industry and purse industry. Huh. That's the theory. I don't know how true it is,
0: but... Well, now men are getting purses, too, so... Yeah. Joke's That's on right. everyone. We're all just gonna spend more money. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, having a cute bag is nice, all right? We got too much stuff to carry. I'm not gonna. It's so true. I mean, I use, like, a fanny pack. But...
1: <laughs> it's a cute purse, fanny pack situation. I put
0: it, I put it in other bags yeah. if I would like to use them. There you go. But, yeah, so I don't think we have anything specific else to touch on. No. And it's late.
1: Yeah. And we it's time to have a shorter episode. Yeah. We've had pretty long ones, and I remember we said we'd like to keep them around 45 minutes. LOL. <laughs> Hour 15. (laughs) We try. We just have a good time talking. And if nobody listens, I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah. And fun to hear people's stories, like at the beginning. I really enjoyed that.
1: Yeah. And chat about it. And hopefully, if we have enough people listening, they can send us their stories or their questions. And we can start getting more specific.
0: Yes. And I just realized I didn't actually do the proper conclusion on the last one. So... If you like us, you can subscribe to our podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at mildlyprofessionalpodcast. You can interact with us there um, on Instagram. We'll respond to DMs and things like that. You might be included in a future episode. We'll leave it anonymous if you want to be our little intro story. Yeah. We would love that. Uh, we'll probably get recruit some friends to send us some stories. <laughs> to start with. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they don't even know what's coming Nope. but we're very excited so have a great week and we'll catch you next time you got anything else
1: no keep on trucking and find motivation where you can and if you don't give yourself some grace you can do it amen amen <laughs> okay and bye guys